Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNBR Rapids podcast, your premier Rapids news source. My name is Mitchell Carroll. I'm Yaya, super producer Yaya, as some like call the me. The superest of producers, Yaya. And we're going to dig in to the upcoming matchup between your Colorado Rapids and Communicaciones FC in the first leg of their CONCACAF Champions League matchup. First, though, just to sort of wrap up, preseason ended on Friday in Orlando, a 1-1 draw, but Rubio... The presumptive starting nine uh, got another goal, his second of the preseason. Um, And more importantly than that, well, maybe equally importantly, we saw the premiere of Brian Acosta and the Brazilian wonder kid, Max. Yaya, what do you think about that? What, what, um, I mean, it was only a few minutes, but what, uh, what do you take away from that? I heard he was okay, which I expected. Uh, I wish we were able to see actually see the game. Um, I would have really liked to see how Acosta fits in that midfield. Um, I would have also loved to see if uh, Max would drift to the left. Like, it's been reported he does a lot in Brazil. Um, I think it would have been fun just to actually watch the first minutes as Colorado Rapids. Um, but as we'll get into it a little bit later, what we're hoping to see from them as the CCL Championship continues. Yeah, Max played about 10 minutes. I think Acosta got about 30 minutes. Um, neither scored, neither assisted. Um, but I think it's pretty clear. I mean, you invest a million dollars in a player like Max. He's going to get plenty of playing time. He's only been, it hasn't even been a week that he's actually been with the club. So, you know, and it'll be interesting to see how he does against Communicaciones. I think clearly talent wise only not experience factor or anything like that. He's probably the most talented player on the field or close to it in this game. Um, will he play? Probably not. Maybe he'll be that last sub in around the 80 minute mark, um, depending on what the score line looks like. Um, but, uh, you know, on a, on a bigger scale, you know, I know that Frazier really takes this seriously, both as a manager and when he won it as a player. Um, are you confident going into this matchup? I'm very confident, not as confident as you that we were talking before <laughs> this, that if it's not a victory, it's a disappointment. Uh, I think that it, victory is very possible, but I wouldn't mind draw either. If they draw and just finish it off at home sure. here in DSG in front of their fans, I think that'd be a great result either way. I think a 0-0, even 1-1 draw is good but if they're giving up two three goals in this matchup and it's a draw that would be a problem looking defensively especially if Frazier's gonna roll with that five back that he did in the last two preseason games I can see that the back line did struggle quite a bit in that uh dynamo match that we were able to watch um it looked it seemed that every time the ball went to the back line it was just not good for anybody there uh I 
I kind of do agree with that. If we see them struggle in defending, if we see maybe Austin Trusty's head isn't it, isn't it as much as we would like, um, there'd be some concern for me mm-hmm. uh, because I still think they would be able to dominate this team. Yeah. But them not having a good back line, it's going to be a lot of bad news for the rest for the MLS season coming up. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's such a different game they're about to play than any they'll play in in league. Um you know, I, I think people are expecting sort of a rock fight, classic CONCACAF and and really why wouldn't they? Communicaciones is on the short end of the talent scale when it comes to this game. Um you know, they're the Rapids are bigger, faster, stronger, um have the experience. Not entirely though, and, and we'll get into that when we really dig into the rosters and the key players to watch from the other side. Um, let's let's start with the presser from today. Uh, we heard from Frazier and we heard from uh, Mark Anthony K. Um, Somebody called the real Mac. <laughs> return it, would this season be return of the Mac? He is back and probably starting. Um, or you know he's going to be a very key in the midfield rotation. Um, he seemed extremely confident, which not surprising. Obviously, coming off of some big wins for the Canadian national team um, and a one seed last year in the Western Conference. But I, every question asked, he just seemed so cool, calm, collected. Um, he seemed like the vibes in the locker room are really good right now. Um, I just I think he specifically is a guy to watch to have a really good game on Thursday. So I wasn't part of the presser. Um, did anybody ask him about what his role is going to be now that Acosta's gone? So I mean, I, the Kalen Acosta, not Brian Acosta. Right, right, right. I so my question to him specifically was, and I and I prefaced it with, I know we've only seen them for a week, but now that it's not. Bassett, Acosta, and K, and Price. It's Costa, or it's Acosta, Brian, and Max and K, right? And and I asked him, what have you seen from him so far? What are you? How do you see them fitting with you on the field? Um, and what I took away from that specifically is he has a ton of respect for Acosta. And I think a lot of guys in the locker room do. He's a veteran. They've played against him, um, both on the, uh, international level and in the MLS when he was with Dallas. And I think they're all really excited about max. They see like he's, you know, he talked, he mentioned his talent. He, he mentioned an excitement level with him coming into the locker room. Um, and you know, hit he, and Kay actually said, I think I'm one of the best midfielders in the league, which you agree with. I, part of me, it's the most homer take I've ever had. I sure. think he top two, if not number one. I know there's a lot of great yeah. midfielders, and even in the uh, locker room, there's a lot of great mid- midfielders. Yeah. I think Having Acosta and Price there, like, yeah. But I really do believe that K brings something that most uh, MLS players don't. He also he's also done it for Canada in a really big way. Oh yeah, which makes me think that he he knows what's going on. He's gonna be a very focal point. He's gonna be a huge focal point yep. for this team all year all year long. Uh, I think the team's gonna go as he goes for the most part. Yeah, I think he's gonna be taking in a couple years gonna be taking that Jack Price role, 
where he's going to sure. be a little bit of everything. Jack of all trades. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he said it. He wants to be a leader on the field. He wants to be a leader in the locker room. He wants to be a leader on the practice field. Um, but more than that, I think he's ready to take on that kind of roving midfielder role where he'll play up, he'll play back, he'll play on the wing, he'll send crosses in, he'll clean up, he'll do everything. And he know, and and honestly, that was the key to success for the Rapids last year was having three to five guys at any given time that could do that, including him. But he knows that with Bassett gone, with Kellen gone, there's going to be a lot of eyes on him to do it. And I think based on the short interaction we had with him in that presser today, I think he's ready for it. Um, Frazier... And we can kind of pull back to a little more global view of the team. Um, he also seemed really confident. Of course, he had his usual uh, coaching answers of, you know, very vague, very, you know, I asked him, you know, because Comunicaciones has scored a lot of goals recently. They had a seven goal within this month. They put up seven goals in a league match. And I, you know, a lot of people expect this to be a very CONCACAFI style game where it's ugly, but they, and I asked him, like, do you expect this to open up at all? And he goes, that's for you guys to worry about. He, you know, he got, he, <laughs> such a Robin answer. He's, yeah. He's, he's like, like, very smooth when it comes yeah. to thinking. And I love that about him. Yeah. He, he's a guy that I definitely want to get drunk with one of these oh, days. Dude. Well, he did say he'd come to the bar, maybe. Yeah, uh, we'll leave that TBD. TBD. Uh, TBD. I hope TBD. he does. I hope uh, he can <laughs> talk to him a little bit like a friend. That'd yeah. be awesome. But he said, you know, he said there's going to be moments where, we, where we're going to have to drop everyone back and defend. And there's going to be moments and opportunities for us to push forward. Um, and he also mentioned, and honestly, the question that got the best answer and apologies, it was one of the Burgundy wave boys. I don't remember specifically who, and apologies for that. I can clean that up later. Uh, he, at, he was asked about Rubio who he clearly, clearly loves coaching and loves having on his roster. Um, and I don't think he's worried about goals in this matchup specifically because of Rubio and the success he's had so far. With Rubio, I think he's proven that he's a high-quality striker yeah. for the MLS. I think he's uh, done enough to calm Frazier's nerves if there's any nerves with him. Mm -hmm. um, as a fan base, we all keep asking for a nine-striker, but because we always want more. I don't think it has to do with Rubio because Rubio did contribute quite a bit last year to a lot of goals. I don't have the exact stats in my mm -hmm. uh, in front of me, but I know he was a great false nine kind of role where he draw back. He was able to assist. He gave a lot of players a lot of and other options, which I can see why in this in this sort of game where they're out talenting uh, comunicaciones that uh, it's going to be easy to do. It's going to yeah. Rubio shouldn't be a huge concern for this game. And he also mentioned, and you brought it up in playing that false nine. He, he mentioned his defense specifically as a, a positive in that role that he's going to play as the nine. You know, he's obviously not going to be in the air. He's not going to be heading in a bunch of goals. He's not, you know, he's not going to be the target guy that Badgie was last year, but uh, I do see him being very key formationally and, and tactically uh, going into these two matchups against Comunicaciones. Um, do you you did some research on them last night. Um, a few guys were mentioned today in the press. Or do you want to kind of dig in right now to Comunicaciones and what we can expect tomorrow night? So, first of all, they did win the Champions League, which is the, what were you calling it? Earlier? Or no, it's the Scotiabank CONCACAF League. It is essentially the Europa yeah, League of CONCACAF. There you go. Yeah. The CONCACAF League is yes, how I know just it. Just league. Yes. Sponsored by Scotiabank. 
and I don't even know who's not a sponsor, <laughs> not for us. Yeah. Um, they did win it. They did. They had a comeback. I don't yeah. know if you know. In the, it was the two leg final. Correct. Uh, they were down in the first leg, and then they went the Juan Luis Anangoño, I think is how you say his name, Ecuadorian striker, mm-hmm. came back and had a hat trick. To in the last game yeah. to uh, win it for Comunicaciones. And, and last year in CONCACAF Champions, they lost in penalties to Club America. I mean, they can hang. Like they, and if you know anything about CONCACAF, Club America look a giant. It's one of I the. Mean, it's like, I think they're the team, honestly, or close to it. Yeah, like yeah. they're like the Real Madrid, or like yeah. the PSG of CONCACAF. So going taking a Club America, even though I hate them, yeah, to uh, <laughs> to penalties. It's such a great advantage. Like, yeah. it's not an advantage, but it's, like, a great feat for them. Like, that's something that not everybody can say. Right. And especially in the Liga Nacional of Guatemala. Yeah, and, you know, it's really tough. I think a lot of people want to write this off as, oh, they should win. Right? But we just saw Montreal drop a game. Right? Well, Montreal did drop a game against Santos. It was a Liga MX team. Yeah. But even then, like... Montreal gave a hell of a run yeah. to Santos. Like I think there was a um, a goal called back, which would have put Montreal it was a really ahead. it was actually a really really bad call. <laughs> it, I I saw the replays like three times yeah. three times on my Twitter feed. Yeah, I have I have no words why that referee even called that out so offsides. Yeah. But, but I guess my point there is that it's this is one of the Central American teams that is worth paying attention to and is worth. At least in terms of this stage of competition, this level of competition, this is not one of those draws where it's like, okay, who who do you want to draw next round? Because this team is experienced. They have their striker um, was a DP for Chicago. Um, granted, it wasn't a great DP for Chicago, but has played MLS players before, has scored goals on MLS defenses and goalies. Um, the left back spent time in Mexico, in the Mexican League. Mm-hmm. Um and they're second in their league right now. They have scored two plus goals in five of six, including seven nil uh, against uh, Nueva Concepcion is the club they scored yeah. against. Bottom of the table, so you know, take that for what you will. But um, they also have the their club captain, uh, Jose Manuel Contreras. He's been capped for Guatemala eighty times, so there's something there. He might be older. He's thirty six. But yeah. that experience against like yeah. top tier players yep. in national play comes really handy when you play in a Concacaf. Yeah, and that left back and apologies for not having his name off the top of my head here. He plays for the El Salvadorian national team. Um, they have experience. All that said, I just I I can't imagine anything less than Rapids moving on and coming into Denver with a goal or two lead. True, but just to piss some people off. They do have a CONCACAF Champions Cup, which no MLS team has. Fair. That's fair. No, you're I, right. Well, no, they fair. do. Like, Galaxy has one, I think. But, like, it's Frazier, been a long time. It's been a very long time. Frazier called them, by and large, the best team in Guatemala. Um, so, look, it should be a really fun game. It's going to be a wild atmosphere. Uh, they play in Guatemala City. I believe they play in the same stadium that the national team plays in pretty regularly. It is going to be a rowdy game. It's going to be very classic CONCACAF. I expect the the team hotel tonight will be woken up with fire alarms and vuvuzelas and 
and all the classic ways that teams get messed with. Um, but at the end of the day, you have guys like Price. You have guys like Kay. You have guys like Yarbrough in the back. Your whole back line, which I'm assuming is going to be that 5-2-3 from Rosenberry uh, and uh, uh, Blanking right back. Help me here. You got, um, you'll have Abubakar, you'll have Trusty, you'll have Wilson, you'll have Rosenberry, and you will have, who's playing right back right now? Uh, oh, so it's probably going to be Luca Estevez yes, on the left. Estevez, of course. You're probably going to yep. have Luca, then you're going to have uh, Lalas, you're going to have yep. Trusty, and you'll have Danny, and then yep. you'll have Rosenberry. Correct, correct, correct. Um, then continue. And Price will be back there as well. I mean, it's going to be heavily defended. If they score more than a goal, I'll be shocked. Yeah. That's that's actually a very fair assessment. That's what Frazier loves to do. He yep. loves his fight. His uh, his five back. He loves playing five defenders. Loves it, especially because um, he knows that he can push Lucas up the field. Mm-hmm. Lucas Which, really took that Sammy Vines role and just did ran you, with it. I mean, that goal against that he assisted uh, against Houston was a gorgeous assist. Well, not just that assist. If you watch that whole first half, Lucas Estevez actually dom. I, I felt he dominated that whole game. Yep. Like, that whole first half he played, like, any pass he was making, he was all over the field. Uh, every time he got into the into the midfield, the other team was backpedaling quickly because they knew he had speed. Uh, his passing was on point. He was, he had a really good I first think half. He might be that X factor in terms of breaking open the scoring is being able because the whole team can shift into into defense quickly and still have a very formidable defense with him roaming upfield. Um, that could be what sets them up for success in Guatemala. Yeah, honestly, the defense is going to be a very big part for Frazier. He um, we've seen him in the past that he really likes being sound defensively. Um, played a lot of counter. I think this year he, I heard him talking about he wants to do a little he wants the team to control the ball a little bit more compared to other years, uh, which is going to be very interesting having Max Lovins and Acosta. Yeah, there. he's definitely trying to push, definitely trying to yeah. create chances. Um, and but I think the team bought into what he wanted to do last year, and based on their answers today in their presser, I think the team has bought into the culture this year. And Kay spoke about that specifically. He said, like, we have new guys in, but they know. I mean, we have built this culture. You're coming into this team. You are joining this club. We have a way we want to operate. Um, and I think this is a perfect, especially if they come away, say, up 2-0. Gosh, even 3-0. I mean, I'm not trying to predict 3-0, but, like, that's not out of the question to have a 2-0, 3-0 lead going into next week's game on Wednesday here in Denver. We could see a guy like Max even start and get a lot of minutes because they have that cushion. And then it's like, okay, are these guys buying in? Are they are they ready to play Rapids-style football? So going back to the lineup, if you see Max playing this game at all, do you see him at least like starting? I would say probably 10 minutes. 10 sub, minutes at the end. Sub? I'd say that last sub. I mean, why not, right? Now, if it's – I would say if they score early, I don't think he's going to start. But I say if they score early, you'll see him. Like if they're up 2-0 at half. Again, I'm not predicting this. This is going to be a more difficult game than I think a lot of people expect. But, again, we said they have the talent advantage. They have the physical advantage. If they have a nice lead, I could see him getting 30 minutes instead of 10 minutes. Well, let's say he comes in. What position do you see him playing? Um, prob- I mean... Man, that's tough. Could you see him out maybe in for Barrios and kind of working that left side? 
That's actually what I was thinking. I yeah. would, I, that's the yeah. I really think they're gonna try him as an attacking midfielder. Yeah, kind of taking that Bassett role. Kind yeah, of just but pushing I see the play. him even being a little more offensive than Bassett. Yeah, which is hard. To, which lot. is crazy because Bassett was obviously a huge contributor goals wise. But like, he's going to be up near the box making plays. Like, yeah, exactly. Like if you guys remember that uh, Thanksgiving game against the Timbers, you saw Bassett be a roaming a roaming ten. Yep, he was back and forth. He was going to the wings. He was and dropping all not, the way. He kind of played like a box to box, yeah, a little bit as well. That's gonna be more. That's what I think we can expect from a guy like K more this year. Yeah, it, it, it definitely can see that. But I can also see like Frazier just giving free reign to Max Lawless the first mm-hmm. couple of times he touches sure. the field, sure. Just so you can kind of see where he fits in with his club. Yeah, like I can see him like where does he feel the most comfortable playing with his team, and what kind of figuring now where Max Lawless. I mean, I mean, I. <laughs> It's so exciting. I mean, he they spent a million dollars on him. He's he's gonna play. Is it this game? Probably not. He hasn't even been with the team for a week. He doesn't. You know, he speaks Portuguese only. You know, he doesn't have full full. He probably doesn't know the playbook at all, right? Does like he's. I mean, we don't know that. Maybe he picks picked it up quick, but I would say within the month he'll be a a, a much more regular contributor than a super sub, which is what I would expect tomorrow night what do you think what do you think uh, about brian acosta now acosta i see as as playing either 30 or 60 okay so you see him coming in maybe like early second half so either 10, 15 minutes in just to see what's going right on. either he gets that start in midfield or he plays that last 30 minutes all right so kind of back to the starting lineups yep you're saying they're gonna play a uh, back five yep and then uh wh- who do you see in the midfield well price okay no perfect. doubt okay Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, he could start Acosta. I don't think that's crazy. Um, but no, no. I still think I still think the sub rotation, barring like a defensive sub, is gonna be is gonna be Max Acosta and Wilson. Okay. So, I mean, what do you wh- where where's your head at with that last midfielder spot? There's about four different ways he could go if he wanted to in this game. My biggest thing on this one, I thought he was really going to go Acosta. I think yeah. he has a lot of trust on him, Acosta. Sure. Um, as he could even maybe bring in uh, Colin Warner. Sure. I think I that's think another one that he might trust if he wants to go a little now, bit more Now, I think Warner minded. probably gets the start and gets yeah. the pull around the 60-minute mark. So that's what I'm thinking. Maybe yeah. he goes a little bit more with a, a Colin Warner. Like, just somebody a little bit more defensive-minded if that's what he's trying to see. You mentioned trust from Frazier. I think there's already trust in the locker room from the players. I mean, Kay mentioned him specifically. Like we know what this guy can do. He like he, I think with a guy that with that much experience at multiple levels can just come in and play like he max is a little different cause he's young and, and you know, he wants to score goals and he maybe conceptually can't see the forest through the trees, but that's not going to be the problem with, with Brian Acosta at all. All right. So, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, especially because Brian Acosta is just Brian Acosta. We all know what he brings. Yep. Um, what about the strikers? What do you see as the strikers? Um, I well, mean, I'm it's, guessing you're going with two strikers, right? If you're yeah, going it's going to yeah. yeah, be two. Um, Barrios and Rubio. Barrios and Rubio. Yep. And, and I'm telling you right now, I know everyone wants a new nine and everyone wants us to go dip into the whatever open windows are left. It's Rubio. Rubio is the nine, barring a pick up like a Baji like we had last July that the, I'm telling you it's Rubio it's Rubio it's Rubio it's Rubio 
Wilson will come in and put in some goals. Yaya Torre will come in. But it's it's the Rubio show, man. I, I we I'm going. I'm trying to embrace it now because that's what we're gonna get. I know that's I know that's what we're gonna get. That's probably. The, I'm not saying that's the exact yep. lineup because we don't know yet, not sure. until game day. But I'm trying to think what I would do. At the, yeah. Like what I would want. Mm-hmm. I would want a back four, of mm-hmm. course. Me We'd too. have Lucas. We'd have, I'd probably go Lala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Lala think, Lala yep. and Trusty. Trusty and Lala. Coven, Coven, and then uh, Rosenberry outside. outside. Yep. Um, I'd probably do Price as a defend, uh, yep. as a holding six. Yep. Um, then I'd probably go. K yep. and Max Alves. Yep. I'd put Max on the 10. Mm-hmm. On my wings, I'd probably, I'd bring in Jonathan Lewis and Barrios. Mm-hmm. And then as my nine, I would love to have uh, Diego Rubio. Yeah, Rubio, Lewis, Barrios across the top. Not necessarily in that order. Then uh, K, Alves, Price. And then with that, solid four. Because the thing is, he can play a solid four. I think playing that fifth. It's a comfort zone thing for him, but it's definitely not necessary. So, I don't know. That that's where my head's at with it, at least. It's either way. It's going to be a very fun game. It's going to absolutely. Be, it's going to be a very legit matchup. Yeah, and I, it's going to be here at the DNVR bar. We have the TVs. We have the full sound. I already know that there's going to be a large contingent of rapid staffers here to watch the game. We're going to have all of us. We have our brand new T-shirts in here. You can get one at the game. Um, so come on down and check it out. It's going to be a legit watch party. We have four tickets we're going to give away to the second leg at Dick's next week. Um, and we'll give away the new shirt. And we'll give away some other stuff from our sponsors that we have here at DNVR. Um, I mean, what's your what, uh, give me a prediction. Closing prediction. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw, honestly. I just think he's going to try to play it safe. Sure, 1-1. And who gets the goal? I'm gonna say Barrio. Barrios. I'm Barrio. I wouldn't put any money on it, but sure, I think it's sure, Barrio. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my shot since I've already been talking about it. I'm gonna say two 0 coming back to Denver. I think Rubio gets one, and I think we're gonna get a Lewis sub. Real, real quick, do you know that altitude is not gonna affect uh, comunicaciones at all? I did not know that. Their uh, elevation is actually 4,900 feet, which is... Very, I didn't know that. It's very close to that is. mile high. Yeah. So that's not going to... The biggest thing that they're going to have to deal with is the cold. Well, yeah, it's cold, but I mean, yeah, it's not like Rapids fans are going to be pulling fire alarms in their hotel room either. It's not... It, you uh, know. Yeah, you catch me down at the <laughs> hotel real quick. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, where's Yaya? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was at home. Yaya is yeah. not my real name. Look, try to find oh me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us here at DMVR Rapids for this week. Tune in post-game live on our YouTube channel. We will be recapping that with a special guest, which you will find out at showtime. Uh, yeah. So, my name is Mitchell Carroll. Follow me at underscore underscore Mitchell James on Twitter. That's Super Producer Yaya over there. Where can they find you? I don't know my Twitter handle, but it's I think at it's Yahir G. Vasquez. There we go. See, I, that's why I have my main man, Mitch. He, <laughs> he knows everything about me, even if I don't know it. Yep. And uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks for joining.